listening to the Soggy Bottom Girls podcast, exploring all things on the Great British Baking Show, with your hosts, Alison Roche and Lisa Vukmirovic. Hey there, I'm Alison. And I am Lisa, and we are the Soggy Bottom Girls, and I'm so excited that it is the finale. finale. Oh, the final. I guess the final, yeah. finale would be a, you know, American thing to say, but it's the final. Woohoo! It is the final, and uh, to remind you of how the long road that it's been for us. It is a long road. Not for the bakers. I was like, remember Louise? No. (laughs) Louise, who is in it? (laughs) Louise. Oh, my gosh. From week, oh, she got out of week two, I think. Yes. I was like, remember Rav and Tom? It feels like forever since we've talked about those. You are right. Kind of miss them, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I do like I almost wish they'd do a little more um with the other contestants when they start showing scenery from the party outside, you know. Yes, and they give them one line. Who are you rooting for? Yeah. That's yeah. about it. And you know what? I'm I'm sure we've talked about this before, but you know when they give you like that weensy glimpse into their home life. They're like, Ian lives in Suffolk. I'm making that up because who knows with his wife and his two children. And it's literally the blink of an eye. And it's a little frustrating, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. maybe it's like people who are addicted to reality TV of which I am not one. I'm not addicted to reality TV, but I always want to know more about the people. And that's why we have the podcast. So we can learn more. Thank you, Allison, for solving my problem. Wow. (laughs) You are so good at solving problems. Well, just so uh, listeners know, the final is consistent. Consists. It's the the consistency of, uh, we're down to Jane, Candace, and Andrew. And Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody's super surprised, although... Candace and Andrew did sort of midway through flip a switch and really start standing out. Jane's yes. kind of been consistently good the whole time. Yes. But um, so it's not a huge surprise. I did think Jane, I put, she looks hip. She, she had like a cute hip outfit on for the final. I thought that was notable for some reason, but <laughs> yes, I feel like, and this is going to be a bad word to use for Andrew and Candace because like my children would use it, but, um, try hard. They, they like are so extra, extra, extra. Oh, they, mm-hmm. they are, they are try hards. Like nobody is going for it more than Andrew and Candace, you so know, try hard is a term that you use. I don't use it, but like, like my kids when they were teenagers, one yeah. is 20 and one is 22 now. But, um, you know, when they thought somebody was just like giving it too much, hmm. they're just a try hard. Maybe I'm not using it right. I've never heard it. So you better look it up on corrected. the urban dictionary. But, you know, by the time I start using their terminology, it's already over, mm. you know. Interesting. Well, with college age kids, I'm sure you're a little, you're ahead of me. <laughs> I had not heard extra until we started talking um, in the last year and a half to two years also. Oh my gosh. Um, yes. They, I like it because I use it now. Mm-hmm. And who's the most extra? Dan Vukmerovich. Sorry. <laughs> that's my husband. 
<laughs> he's extra. He's the reason we have this podcast. So I guess we're lucky that Dan's mm-hmm. extra. You say, hey, me and my friend are thinking about doing a podcast. And the next day, there's like a microphone and headphones on your porch. And merch. And merch. <laughs> <laughs> merch and stickers. <laughs> <laughs> Who's extra? Dan's extra. No, That's right. I, I love him for it. He me and too. Can- he and Candace are extra. Um, the... I really liked the signature bake, of course, but oh my gosh, you and it was I, right up our alley, Allison. Yeah, we've grown together when it comes to the meringue, haven't yes. we, or Pavlova's? Obsessed. So the signature, I'm obsessed. The, all right, would you say you're obsessed? Wow, I'm well, obsessed you know, with oh, meringue. You did just make them, yes, you did just make them with beautiful yep. fruit. Yep. Well, the signature bake was to make three layers at least of a filled meringue crown and yes so you and I are both in it and there were some notes though that I thought were there was a couple things that were interesting um first thing was the fact that Candace decided to make two different meringues and then did you notice she did something I've never seen someone do she rubbed a half a lemon on the beaters of her mixer. Yep. Did yep. You, you see that? You saw that? Oh, yes, good. I absolutely saw it because one of the recipes that I follow say to wipe your bowl out with that lemon. Really? Yep. yep. Cool. To get rid of any bit of grease that's in there. But, you know, <gasps> oh, I literally did that. I'm not kidding because I made the pavlovas. And it's funny that they don't use that word. They don't no, say I did hear it once. Yes, me I too. I heard someone say it once, but but um when they're like meringue crown, what's that? Mm-hmm. But it's just mm-hmm. it's a Pavlova, and I only know about Pavlovas because of Allison. And now everybody in South Bend knows about Pavlovas because of Allison. <laughs> but um yeah, that's that's what it's for. And I was just making them the other day and I took that lemon and wiped it around. It left a whole bunch of like pulp inside, so I wound up wiping it with a paper towel anyway. So I love it. I didn't know that. And now Mm -hmm. I love it even more. Wow. Yep. To get any extra oil. I think I might've gotten that tip from um, dessert person, the Claire Staffords Mm -hmm. book, Mm -hmm. probably. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, So Candace, of course, as we already (laughs) said, is so extra. She's going way over the top. She's got, um, you know, curds and she's using our fruit, the fruit, Basilis? Yes. <laughs> I wrote it down and circled it. Mm-hmm. And she's gold dusting it. Yes. Mango curd and two different types of sugars and all this. And so she is definitely going out all out. And she is using one of those silicone muffin pans upside down mm-hmm. and doing a little baby crowns on there, which I thought was a great idea. And she got them off just fine. Um, how smart so, to make like four or five. She, she made a whole bunch. I'm like, that's yep. it, girl. Come on. Yep. So smart. She did. Um, and she was in all of those extra things incredibly successful because she got a handshake. Hollywood handshake. Did mm-hmm. she have I know I wrote down that she had nuts. Were there nuts in her meringue or were there nuts just on top? I feel like mm. she might have put nuts in the one of her meringues. Yes? Possibly. I missed that, but there was some other things that I kind of had to put together. Like, you know, Andrew makes this praline 
and they show him making the praline and then all of a sudden it's dust. Yes. And it's, you know, they never, it jumped from the nuts to the dust without him really speaking about it. I don't Mm -hmm. think Um, he was also super extra using this other sugar that we spoke about um, before we started that I still am not quite sure what the purpose of that was. It almost, I think he was just trying to be different, you know, like let's always go back to our friend Ian with this Bay infused caramel, like do something to be different. And I think the Muscovado sugar (laughs) um, being so, you know, using this unrefined sugar, that's, he was just trying to be different. Mm -hmm. But let me just say about Andrew, I was disappointed in him on this. And I'm like, you're not going to win this. Because I really don't feel like I am a flavors, um, I'm not a flavors expert, but mm-hmm. I know that nothing is sweeter than meringue. Meringue is very, very sweet. That's the flavor. What's right. the flavor of meringue? Maybe vanilla. I put a little lemon in mine, but it's mostly sugar. And sure. so they, I mean, it is it is Bake Off 101. You got to have it sharp. You have to have something she calls it sharp, you know, sour, you have to have something sour to go mm-hmm. with it, to cut mm-hmm. that. And he throws praline in there. Yeah. Like praline is literally sweet, sweet, sweet. That's all that is too. So why would you, maybe he, he never was like a Chetna queen king of flavors, but why would you add so much sweetness to something that's already sweet? And that's where, why he didn't get a handshake and he almost cried about it. So well, he adds these, I think his idea was maybe these cassis jelly jewels. And yes, I don't know that it jewels. was, I don't know if it was executed well. And speaking of execution, not since Candace's dirty toy piano, has there been a more visually disturbing scene than a purple wig head with his beautiful oh. marine on top. That what the was, heck? I don't know. You it know, was I, a styrofoam head spray painted purple and Elsa, poorly. I own, I own a purple wig head. <laughs> I do. And I would never serve a dessert on it. Let me just say. Well, now you, now you have to. But. Okay. I guess I will. <laughs> yeah. Oh my good. gosh. I was like, that is so unappealing right we now. We could do a whole podcast episode about which one was more. We'll make a list. <laughs> is it the dirty piano or, and then we could like go into, does Andrew actually own wigs or what? I think he again I think the idea was okay but maybe like you he should have used a pumpkin instead what (laughs) yes for those of you who don't know I own many many wigs and before Before my friend Allison bought me a few wig forms, I was using upside down or not upside down, um, (laughs) empty Halloween pumpkins that you get at the dollar store. (laughs) It's an insider tip. If you can't, if you can't afford, if you can't afford a, a wig form, please, by all means, go to the clearance after Halloween and get, get a couple oh my of gosh. pumpkins. Yes. 
poor Andrew. You know what? I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a Halloween Pavlova just for you (laughs) and do it. I promise I will do it. It's going to be epic. It's going to be frightful. Pumpkin (laughs) spice, pumpkin spice Pavlova. Ooh, good stuff. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. So we now talk about our good friend Jane here. Well, you got to talk about her because she, oh my gosh, much to, I think, Candace's dismay, she got, she got like the double hand handshake from Paul on Was her. Was it double? Yeah. He like clasped oh. it with both hands. Oh. Yes. And she just does this amazing, what Paul called three layers of heaven mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. she i think she called it like a red white and blue um yeah. pavlova and she has all this fresh fruit and including white flesh peaches for her white yes <laughs> for her white layer and um you know she's i think made all these compotes and she must have done it incredibly well because yeah the double double-handed handshake from paul hollywood not bad i'm not sure i've ever seen one of those before and not in the slate stage. I mean, poor Andrew again said it was sort of <laughs> the insult was to like the second handshake um, mm-hmm. was really difficult when uh, Jane got it. But eh. yeah, poor Andrew. Poor Andrew. He wanted to win. He did rebound a little bit, though. The technical, which. Yep was a little frightful and they showed the bakers getting instructions that were really instructions at all. They were to make a Victoria sandwich um, with no recipe, no methods. It had to have a jelly. Um, I'm sorry, a jam rather mm-hmm. jam in it. And then also was it buttercream? I, I thought, Oh yes, it was buttercream. I wrote it down for sure. I thought it was whipped cream in there, but let, let's say I would like to count throughout this whole, not just this series. I mean, all of these, how many times are they making a Victoria sandwich? Yeah. I mean, before watching this show, of course I've never heard of it, but it sounds extremely basic for a British baker. Like, of Mm -hmm. course, you know, it's just an everyday thing. We're just going to make a Victoria sandwich. Mm -hmm. And, you Mm -hmm. know, so when they're like, well, there's no recipe. I'm like, come on, you, you do have this memorized. And it sounds like the recipe is like, like a pound cake recipe, like all even numbers. Like if you're doing a hundred grams of this, it's a hundred grams of that. And it's a hundred grams of this. And so you're right. You're right. Like a crazy thought of you know oh how i would never know how to make uh you know so that's all i'm saying i didn't think it was that much of a of a stretch for them but at the same Mm -hmm. time like they always say if it's simple it has to be perfect yeah and i think that that's where they went when they i think both jane and candace uh didn't have a perfect jam um and i think that was part of it and Candace had a grainy buttercream. And I was wondering. They all looked good, though. Yeah, I was wondering. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. If they use powdered sugar or like a caster sugar or a granulated sugar. If her, mm. like if Candace's buttercream was grainy, that means mm-hmm. she used she used a granulated sugar. 
Right. When I make, I mean, I don't make buttercream that often, you know, I make a lot of cakes, but I like powdered sugar for frosting. They call it icing sugar. Mm-hmm. I think so I do too. Maybe, maybe in a Victoria sandwich, it is supposed to be granulated. I don't know, but to, this sounds like a, um, you know, a pretty basic mistake to make for, for mm-hmm. Candace. Like you can't make a buttercream that's not grainy. Come on, you're Candace. Right. Right. So I think I think you're dead on a sort of, um, and maybe that's why it was a technical, like here's three basic, but important things to know how to do very well. And that's why we're going to test you on mm-hmm. them together mm-hmm. here. And jam as well. Mm-hmm. It's not a, not a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Do you make fresh jams a lot for bakes? <laughs> for bakes. Oh, my bakes. <laughs> well, the other day when I was making, I had my pavlovas in the oven cooling overnight. You know how you let them get nice and crisp. Eh? Mm-hmm. And I woke up at about 520, 10 minutes before my alarm went off. And I woke up and I was like, I think I need, because I had some lemon curd made already. I think I need some strawberry mm-hmm. jam to go with my pavlova. So I just went ahead and made some in the morning. So yes, it's extremely, <laughs> it's extremely, extremely easy. And I peeked out at my husband. I'm like, you know, when you wake up at 520, use the extra 10 minutes to make jam. Isn't that what you do? And he's just like, you're crazy, <laughs> but it was delish. And I'm telling you, I made, I did those pavlovas and put the lemon curd and the strawberry on there. Oh, so good. Mm. It was so good. That combo. And they were fresh, really, really fresh strawberries. So yeah, Yum. it had a Yum. delicious flavor. It sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Told really? you. I'm obsessed mm. with the pavlova. I have never made a Victoria sandwich and I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested to, to make it, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know who's going to eat it. You know? I should look it up. I, you know, I'm such a cake lover. Mm-hmm. Do you like pound cake? But I, I really do think sometimes I look at the cake and how they want the crumb. I do. I do like pound cake. I, I'm not so sure about their textures. I tend to like a denser, thicker cake. So I don't know if I would like the Victoria sponge. I, you know, cause they always talk about lightness and airiness as being sort of a really, their standard is high for those types of qualities. And I'm like, give me a yeah, super dense pound cake or I chocolate cake or whatever. I think the only pound cake I've ever had was a Sara Lee. <clears throat> like, <laughs> right? Isn't that a huge, like Sara Lee makes mm. the best pound cake. You got to love it though. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They have them at the dollar at family dollar and I'm ashamed to say that every time I see them at family dollar, I'm tempted. And then I think about, do I really want a cake from family dollar? (laughs) Go home and make one with your Allison. Come on. You're better than (laughs) that. You're better than that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I've said, I've said many times I live in a small town. And so that's slim pickings for supplies and things. It's, Mm -hmm. But I, yes, I'm sure I could make a pound cake fresh. <laughs> that's your that's your challenge. It's the end of the uh, season challenge. I I have to think of a challenge for myself. Well, Maybe. you just did a, you just challenged yourself with your special special. Oh my gosh! Oh, so special pan. You, you guys, you guys, 
PTSD. My <laughs> super sweet friend Allison sent me a very old timey um, special bunt cake pan, and I don't even know how to get into it. We'll take a picture. We'll take a picture. We'll put it up because it's beautiful in a very right. like seventies yeah. way with that like burnt orange. I I know we had cookware that was like that. I think my dad made it into the popcorn pan for a long time. It was like you know burnt orange, and then oh, it's like yep. Oh, way yeah. down the side. Mm-hmm. But I was so excited to make to make a bunt cake. And my uh, friend at school, Hillary, was like, I love lemon and blueberries. Is there anything better than lemon and blueberry? Mm. And so I got a recipe for a lemon blueberry bunt cake and whipped it up. And man, the batter was delicious. And um took a picture of it and sent it to Alice. I'm like, wait till you see this. At the <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling you guys, just so you know, not every bake comes out. Um, it baked all the way through, but it completely fell apart on the way out. It tore. And I sprayed that cake pan mm-hmm. so much. And this is what happened. You ready to hear what happened? I'm, I'm going to tell you, I was, yeah. Um, yeah, hindsight yeah. is 2020. So, and the, it had ahead. it had uh it reminded us both of that special pan um back a couple of seasons where bakers would use it and it, you were supposed to do a really sugary cake that would last on a table as a centerpiece or whatever right. and so it had very detailed you know sides to it for lack I'm not explaining it well but it had just cuts in so it looked like a bunch of cakes like almost stacked up or something like that it was yeah. just had a very there was a lot of detail to the pan like but an or- it was ornate like, sand castle kind of yes exactly right and, mm-hmm. and but it was like teflon or you know it had like a non-stick said heavy right? duty aluminum with teflon yeah from the yeah. 70s mm-hmm. but anyway um the recipe said, and I do like to cook with blueberries a lot. And mm-hmm. I um, almost always toss the blueberries in a little flour, you know, to go into sure. like a yep. blueberry buckle. I like to make blueberry buckle. Mm-hmm. And um, this lady said to put a third of the batter in and then a layer of blueberries mm-hmm. and then a third and then blueberries. And I'm thinking to myself, I wonder if, you know, this is how she's letting them to dis- they'll distribute that way. They'll fall because right. she didn't say toss them in flour or whatever. And what happened was they just sat there. Okay. They just sat there on the batter and then it, it tore it. Oh. It made it. Here's cake. Oh, okay. And then here's blueberries. And then there's cake. And then there's blueberries. So the, the blueberries never dispersed at all. So when I flipped that out, um, the top was completely stuck to the top of the pan because it was all blueberry, you know, and um, I did because it was it was done and it was delicious. I just sliced mm-hmm. it up and took it to work and drizzled some, you know, drizzle over the top. And it just was like a lemon cake with blueberries on top. So but it was it was a disaster. It was so bad. It was probably so you- the worst thing I've ever made visually, but it still tasted good. <laughs> can't win them all so will you try it again are you are you burned too badly no, i'd be willing to try it again yeah but i think what i'll do is maybe try one of the recipes that came with the with the cake pan mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. don't try to change anything i didn't really change anything 
on this from her recipe, but I'll, I'll go with whatever the manufacturers of the pan said to do. Yeah. But she did Good. say, don't flour it, you know, cause usually I would like, I would flour over the oil and she said, don't flour yeah. it because it makes the outside taste weird. It gives it a funny flavor. So trying to follow directions gets <laughs> me in trouble. Well, <laughs> I felt so sad for you. <laughs> hey, you know what? We ate it. We all ate well, it. Well, and it was delicious. So again, yep. it's not, doesn't speak to you. It's just the equipment was yep. a failure. Yeah. But it's still pretty though. It's on my kitchen counter right now. Well, we have an epic final, I thought. When mm-hmm. you think when you think back to my best friend Ian, uh making a making a lot of carrot cake, but making a carrot cake and Nadia making one kind of cake and Tamal making one kind of cake. And yeah, they went over the top, they had to make multiples, but it was still like quote unquote one bake. This was sort of insane when you can hold the two up together. Mm-hmm. Uh they had to make so many items. I think the final number was like 49 items. Including the in- chocolate cake. 12 plus 12 plus 12 plus 12. <laughs> mm-hmm. So 48 plus, yeah, 49. Chocolate cake, sausage roll, sausage rolls, uh, scone. Do you say scone? <laughs> scone. I say scone. <laughs> Scones, fruit tarts, and quiches. And I, I mean... Wow. It was really a wow. It was supposed to be a picnic fit for the queen and it was intense and man, you could really feel that. And I thought so many things could go right or wrong and then adding savory fillings like some of them did. And excuse me, man, it was intense. They had five hours to do it. They did. What do you think? I mean, um, I don't think I could do it. I'll tell you that much. It would take me five hours to make laid the cake. everything out. Yeah. I agree. If you had everything laid out, it would still be, I mean, like those, the pastry they had to make for their sausage rolls alone. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, man, yep. I don't know. Um, Andrew does a delicious quiche, a not very flavorful scone, uh, undercooked, pastry in his sausage roll yep and soggy bottom tarts soggy bottoms <laughs> so many soggy bottoms um did you notice his chart that he made did you pay he attention to that oh my i didn't gosh. look closely but i knew he had made a spend sheet i'm five minutes behind yes oh, he said he had no. every couple minutes turn it out yeah yep. he, he does make a great chocolate cake but i just wonder you know at that point when the tarts have super soggy bottoms and you know, he's already two other bakes are not well received. I'm sure he knew in his yeah. heart of hearts. Yes, poor Andrew. But um Jane also has sort of a mishap that I wonder if this was her demise, honestly, because she and Candace were pretty square going into this this dumb chocolate collar that she wants to try to redo and get right yes. on her chocolate cake. And then just struggles and struggles. And then does a weird glitter addition to the outside. I thought, but they why don't you draw attention to the fact that the collar failed by adding yeah. weird glitter on the side? I but I felt like they, it didn't look great, but they were like, well, 
you know, you couldn't get the collar on. So you did something else. And I feel like they sort of gave her kudos for that. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, though, she had raw pastry in her sausage rolls. Mm -hmm. And in her scones, they couldn't taste the squash that she had promised them. And I was like, that's probably just turned to like baby food almost, you know, like a puree. Yeah. And just with no additions of anything else, it was probably, yeah, it just went right into the batter. You wouldn't think that that would have very much flavor, but I've told you before about butternut squash pretzels that I tasted that tasted like (laughs) the worst thing I've ever tasted in my life. Uh, What? (laughs) Yeah, I was... I butternut squash pretzels. I feel okay. like I've talked about this before, but I was at Fresh Time, my, one of my favorite stores, and there was a sample. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, a pretzel. Who doesn't like pretzels? I love pretzels. And so it's just like, you know, a twist, a tiny twist. And I took a bite and I'm like, oh, dear God, what have I done? It was the <laughs> worst. It was the worst flavor. Just so, so bad. You know, it's like when cauliflower tries to be other things. And um, could you taste it as butternut squash, though? I guess whatever it was, it was a horrifying flavor. And um, fresh time think pretzels were broken and needed to be fixed. (laughs) Like it's healthy (laughs) to have a butternut squash pretzel. I don't know. I don't know. But I am anti, and that was, I'd be getting flashbacks when she was, you know, making the butternut squash. I'm like, more Parmesan, less butternut squash. And that must be what happened, I guess. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the um, salmon and prawn tart to me, uh, I'm not sure. I would be a big fan of that. And then everybody's a scone that had cheese in it. They're like, yeah, not not a lot of cheese flavor. They kept saying they couldn't taste the cheeses. Yeah, you're right. Got to get some strong in there. In fact, everybody did kind of that was everybody failed in that department. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Yeah, you're right. They couldn't taste the cheese in Candace's. Do you make scones, Allison? Mm, no. No. Okay. I have. My daughter went on a scone kick for a while and so I would assist her in making them and sometimes they would usually like a lemon lemon blueberry oh that um, sounds good mm-hmm. and sometimes they would work and sometimes they wouldn't and I never could figure out why but I have I have problems with individual items on trays baking <laughs> I just don't do well <laughs> Elliot and I made cookies the other day again I'm like what is wrong with us the chocolate chip cookies they they ended up going to Pamplemousse, the pig. So oh, I, I mean, no. like, they're just, I mess some very simple things up. So hmm. I do not know, but um, yeah, I know you, you do make scones a lot, don't you? Um, I am obsessed with yeah. the cinnamon chip scone, scone. from Panera. Cinnamon chip scone. You know me yes. and cinnamon chips. Everything's better with mm-hmm. cinnamon chips. And um, I had cinnamon chip scones from Panera uh, several times and I tried to figure out how to make them. And I do make them. They don't taste like Panera's because they probably have six pounds of butter and I'm like, truly, because they're so rich. Mm-hmm. But um, I do like to make those, especially around Christmas time. And Dan is a huge fan of those, but I make little tiny ones and they're always really good. We haven't really given you a... Uh 
huge platform for cinnamon chips on this podcast. Yet. So <laughs> someday we'll have to dive into Do a whole cinnamon, cinnamon chips. chip thing. It must be super yes. American because those guys never talk about it. Uh, you know, when true. I say it to anyone, like you, you bought me cinnamon chips and it was tree bark. Remember? <laughs> oh, I remember. Because um, you because you didn't know. You didn't know I that did it was cinnamon know. chips. Oh. And um they are just so delicious. Little tiny bites of spicy, sweet deliciousness. So I'm anybody they, who can buy them, buy them. They are so hard to find. And last year I found them somewhere. And would you believe I can't remember where I found them? That's what an idiot I am. And they are so delicious and yep. so Oh man, it's amazing how good they are. If you, and I don't think you even have to be a huge cinnamon fan. It's a little different. I, I don't know, man, they are really Yeah, we good. are going off on a big tangent, but I'm telling you when I, I discovered them to put into a snickerdoodle. Yeah. And um, I can remember making them for someone who did a favor for us or something. His name was Tom. And he was like, Lisa, that's the best cookie. Aww. That's the best cookie I've ever yeah, had. Yeah. And I was like, it's the cinnamon chips, Tom. Mm-hmm. They're not because they're hard to find. I think yep. that they don't, people don't think of them and people don't bake with them often. And so, yeah. oh, they are so good. Yeah. If anybody out there finds them, send them on to me. My mom bought sure. me like eight bags last year. I might have one bag left in the freezer, but. Maybe there's a cinnamon chip council somewhere that is listening and. Lisa's sweet face could be on the bag. It's Hershey. Be their spokesperson. It's Hershey. Ooh, I would love to be their spokesperson. Does Hershey make the ones you get? Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Maybe I just have to go directly to them. If you look for them on Amazon, they're really expensive. I know. I, I know. Mm-hmm. What's the deal? Okay. I'm going to have to do some investigative reporting. Please do. <laughs> Boy, we are off on a tangent. But, you know, we're doing everybody a favor by talking about these things. Because, you know... You need cinnamon chips in your life in so many different ways. The cinnamon chip biscotti. Oh, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. I used to make that for my dear grandma Dot. Oh, did it was you? her favorite. She loved mm-hmm. the cinnamon chip biscotti. Yep. That was sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of uh, on topic is we could talk about Candace's chocolate cake, where she did a layer of cardamom. An orange on the inside um, and I think impressed them. And I didn't know where she was quite going with it, but it did look, it looked good and mm-hmm. it, it tasted really good. Yeah. And cardamom is still a confusing spice to me. I got to figure out some more cardamom recipes. Mm-hmm. So she did a wonderful job with that. They really liked her little quiches. They had nice asparagus on the top and, of course, she had this sausage roll that looked like an actual little pig. <laughs> you must have and loved that for your pamplemousse. <laughs> I did. I thought they were cute. Um, you know, I'm not a fan of crackling, but... <laughs> right. Uh, you know, they were cute. And, of course, that was... It went over very well. Very well. It was one of her extra things that was noted, I think, Um and, uh, you know, Candace wins. And I like that Candace genuinely seems surprised. Mm-hmm, she does. I think, she, I think with Jane, when Jane got that handshake, I'm sure it was like, oh, okay, well, it could very well be Jane. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. She seems genuinely surprised. And um, I thought it was sweet. 
And you, you know, know what the quote of the day is? You ready? I'm ready. You can't out Candace, Candace. <laughs> that's what Jane said. And I'm like, that's perfect. Uh, and I would go and say that. I'm sorry to go to a new season. You can't out Kim Joy, Kim Joy. I mean, Kim uh, Joy, I would like to see Candace and Kim Joy in a, mm. because I mean, Kim Joy is such an artist, you know. Um, with all her tiny little animals everywhere and turtles inside of things. Um, but yeah, you can't, you can't out Candace Candace in this case. So mm-hmm. let's go back to that. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't do a ton of research on Candace. Uh, she is out there. Uh, you can Google her and find hundreds of things about, mm-hmm. about her. I think she's actually quite a celebrity, Still, I think she did. I think uh, Great Britain has a version of Dancing with the Stars where it's on ice. She oh, did that. Wow. Um, she does a lot, lot of appearances and sort of TV and and things in that country. So I think she definitely is, um, you know, a celebrity of note. I was sad. Like, I think recently she's divorcing her husband, the the man who picks her up and is like crying and swings her all around. Aww. I thought that was kind of sad because it wasn't that long ago but but um i know she released a new book recently because i follow her on facebook yeah oh you do mm-hmm. mm. yep yep was it a cosmetic based book about <laughs> lipstick no it was not but i would like to know more about her lipsticks please i am sure she's got to be connected somehow with lipstick there's something that she has there's got to be a a color called Candace or yeah, oh that'd be perfect. Yeah. But did did she did you see the um the special I'm maybe it was a Christmas one where she made the lip cake the lip cake and the lipstick cake? Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Well there when you, you say that um we're gonna take a little break from diving into a full another season of the great fish baking show. We're going to look at some other stuff and talk about some of their specials and maybe some other little surprises. Are yeah. in store. Yeah. I'd like to do, um, to talk about a couple of the Christmas specials, when it's just a one-off, you know, and yeah. you're, you're a champion. You go ahead and get a glass dish for being on one show instead of <laughs> 13, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, I would like to, I would like to watch those. It always gets me in the spirit, even in July or August, just gets me excited to have the holidays come. Well, it's September girl. So, you know, it's almost time for you to start making your gingerbread Ooh, house. I know. <laughs> what is it going to be this year? Mm. We'll see. But yes, I we will see. I have a clove candle burning right now. It's kind of fallish. Really? Mm-hmm, but I do not drink pumpkin spice lattes for the record. I do not. Now that would be down there with the butternut squash pretzel for me. I don't, I, it's just sugar. It's just so much sugar and oh, like a yeah. little scent. But anyway, I do add a delicious dash of cinnamon to my coffee every day. You do. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. even, even in the summer, mm-hmm. like, like in, that. in the finished coffee, I just will shake, shake. It was my Starbucks barista, Anna Beth, who taught me to do that. Hmm. Kicks it up a notch. Mm-hmm. So do yourself a favor. Go get a bag of cinnamon chips or seven. And then also sprinkle cinnamon in your coffee. 
and live your best life. Awesome. Tips from me. I think we're done. (laughs) And dusted. Thank you for listening to the Soggy Bottom Girls podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Soggy Bottom Girls or connect with us at SoggyBottomGirls.com. And may all your bakes be worthy of a Hollywood handshake.